introduce you to my friend, wonderful lady, Kathy Love, appropriately named. I'm not always known as an angel, though, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Praise God. It's so good to be with you all this morning. I look forward to coming. You know, you all are an encouragement to us because maybe some of you aren't aware of this, but you have supported this ministry for many years now. Actually, I think we gave you a little award for that last year. You were our first ones that ever did sponsorship, and it's hanging up back there, I guess. But it was the first one that ever did sponsorship, and you've continued to do that for us year in and year out. And we continue to keep you lifted in prayer as you've been such a blessing. I have a magazine that I brought that I'm going to leave with you to be able to look at because um, I failed to bring the, the stuff for the screen today. But I want you to be able to look at what you support not just, and ladies, go ahead and come up. They've got microphones set up, so let's have three stand around each one of them, the microphones, two or three. Thank you. Um, I want you to be able to see the building, and I know from up here it's kind of hard to see. Well, I'm going to leave this, but we have a couple things that are actually going on. Uh, we continue. As you know, we're a 12-plus month program. How many have not been here before when we've been here? Okay, okay, a few of you. So let me explain. We are a branch of, we are Adult and Teen Challenge. Perhaps you may recognize or remember a man by the name of David Wilkerson or the book, The Cross and the Switchblade, the movie, The Cross and the Switchblade. We're connected to that ministry, which is now over 65 years old. And we are the adult women's branch of that, 18 and up. Our oldest graduate is 67 years old. And we've got them all ages in between. When we first began here, we began in Sepulpa, and then God moved us over because we outgrew that facility to Shakota. Now there is another ladies' program that's an adult and teen challenge in in Sepulpa now as well. It's kind of... um, Um, And it's growing as well. The need is great. I could give you all kinds of statistics this morning. And sometimes we do that. But I really don't feel like that's what's needed this morning. I think that we know that the state of Oklahoma is in dire straits, if you will. And not just the state of Oklahoma, but our nation. You know, our brother was talking about the war that's going on. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to say this, and, and maybe, and I'm not going to get into any kind of end-time doctrine or anything like that And what I'm saying. Your belief is whatever it may be in that. But what I am going to say, in addition to John 3.16, or adding that into what we're talking about this morning, because it all begins there, is if we don't live our life every day as though it's the last day, then we're missing the mark. Because none of us know. Whether it's the end of time, Jesus getting ready to come back, I believe all of that, and I, and I want, but I'm going to live my life every single day as though... It's my last opportunity to breathe. And I've got to tell you the hope. I have to share with you something. God has actually wrecked me in this last year in a good way. 
And maybe you don't understand what that terminology is, but I'm here to tell you that if we will allow ourselves to just get stripped naked before him, spiritually speaking, he will do a lot of changes within us. I had, due to many, many different things that God did for me personally, I was able to go to Israel in June. It was one of those bucket list items, if you will, and God literally provided the way for me to be able to go. While I was there, this old lady walking all over, if you've ever been there or seen the pictures, it's rough terrain. It's not easy terrain, and it was, it was pretty taxing on me, but I knew God made a way for me to be able to go, and I was going to do every bit of it. So I'd start at the front of the group and end up at the back often, but I went to everything that, that was offered for us to do. And while I was there, I didn't really get the impact of some things as much as I did when I returned back and was able to just process. There's a process that we have to go through a lot of times in in order to really allow for the working of the things of God's Spirit within us. You understand what I'm saying when I say that process? And I just, I began to just, I was seeking God for something more. Did you know that you can go as... You can, you can be, I call it fire insurance saved if you want, where you got saved in, 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 out of that fear of going to hell or, or whatever, you know, I don't want to go to hell kind of thing. And you, you can be on that side. Or you can go as deep as you want to go into the things of God. He wants to take us deeper and deeper and deeper into him. And so I began to just... Call out to God, God, take me deeper. I want to lose myself in your presence. And there's a place where you can go where you can. And so I'm going to tell you that happened to me. I'm not going to give you all the the details of it. But I will tell you what he did. And it was like a movie reel, if you will. And as you were talking about John 3:16, I was sitting there and it was like the Lord. I just sensed the Lord say, share with them what happened. And so that's what I'm doing. It was like a movie reel, and I went back to Israel. It was like I was right there when Jesus was washing the disciples' feet. It's like I was present in that room as I was just in a time of of worship and, and quiet before the Lord. And as I witnessed him walking the path that took him where he went into the Garden of Gethsemane and went all the way to the cross, in this experience that I had, I'm here to tell you we shortchange the gospel. We take it so easy. We think it's okay to play around with it, but it's not. There's a place he wants us all to go, which is deeper in him. And I want to encourage you because without that, without that for me, I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it. If you want to know more about that story, you talk to me afterwards. I'd rather talk to you than I would eat the delicious food that's over there. Which, by the way, the aroma of that is pretty strong and good, isn't it? Y'all have some good chefs around here. But more importantly is the food that we take into our spirit. The Lord loves each of us so much. And maybe you've been struggling in some things. I bet if we were to to take a poll this morning and everybody was honest, everybody's hands and feet would be up. We've all been struggling in, in our lives in different ways. God is the answer. Jesus is still the answer. 
I believe fully in the process of, of salvation, healing, spirit, soul, and body, and deliverance. And we get to operate and see that happen in our program, which is a 12-plus month residential discipleship program for women with life-controlling issues. We also take pregnant ladies. We have one, our little guy just turned a year old. We got to celebrate his birthday, and they're getting ready to complete the program. And we have a mom that has her two middle school boys that she got at the beginning of school, which was a new thing, a new endeavor for us to do that. And we have a two-year-old that DHS just completely released to his mom's care and no longer does she have to be connected to DHS. And so, you know, we've watched every one of those things are miracles. And we see miracle after miracle. That song, A Million Little Miracles, I'm going to tell you what, we get to experience that because we believe in the blood-changing power of the Lamb of the Lord where our ladies are concerned. And they're going to share some testimonies. We're going to start. Um, there's, you got mics? All right, we're just going to start right there and just kind of go down, down the down the row. Hold your sign up there for just a second. So my name is Ashley, and I've I'm 29 years old. Um, I've been at Freedom House for about 10 and a half months. Um, So it all began whenever I was 21 years old. I'd gotten married at 18, but we were having some difficulties in our marriage. Everything wasn't going right. I was, like, taken off from my marriage. And and I was going around sleeping with other men, so I had an addiction to other men as well. Um, Well... And he started leaving as well. Um, And when he came home, um, I remember being in the car. And he said that he told me to wait out in the car. He had to go in to use the restroom. So he went in to use the restroom. I was wondering what what took him so long. So when I walked in, he was um, smoking meth, methamphetamines. And I was so... I didn't know what to do. I was going to leave him, and then I just took it from him, and I just started smoking meth myself, which led me into an addiction, and I got, I kept doing that just to numb the pain, and things didn't get better. I kept sleeping with other men and more men, and I just went further into my addiction. So um, it all caught up to me whenever I had bore a child um, who had methamphetamines in his system. Um, And so DHS stepped in and took my child, not just that child. He took, or they took the rest of my children as well. Um, My addiction didn't end there. I kept Um, I got deeper into addiction, and I ended up pregnant again and with my seventh child. So then I bore him, um, and he had methamphetamines in his system. And I had 
nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. I that's whenever reality had really set in for me is losing that child. Um, and but since being at Freedom House, um, coming here, I've been set free from my addiction. Um, I am working to reunify toward reunification with my children. And I have a great relationship with my family now. And um, I've been saved, water baptized, and filled with the Holy Spirit. My stand-on verse is um, Psalms 130, verse 7 through 8. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is um, full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all of their sins. This is my sign. So my name is Olivia, and I'm 20 years old. Um, I've been at Freedom House for 13 months. I'm I'm fixing to complete um, this upcoming week. And um, it all started for me whenever I was about uh, five years old. My parents got divorced, and um, that's whenever the violence started. Um, So I grew up in a household with um, a lot of violence, domestic abuse, drugs, alcohol. And... um, So whenever I was uh, 12 years old, I was raped by my biological dad, and um, that's what really started my downfall. Um, I started going to church as an escape, really, not to um, find Jesus or anything. Um, And whenever I was at church, I realized that a lot of the kids there were also running from something. Um, And so I was introduced to cigarettes and pot and I just started going down this really dark road. I started becoming um, sexually active, and um, I got pregnant at the age of 15, and I had my son. Um, and two weeks after I had my son, my grandma died. She was the only, like, voice of reason in my life, uh, the person who helped raise me. And so whenever she died, I really fell off the deep end. Um, I fell into a deep depression, and that's whenever I started doing meth. And um, it was one of my stepdad's friends that actually gave me my first shot. So that's where everything went downhill for me. Um, I started just running around with men, doing drugs. That led me into the crime scene and um, just catching charge after charge after charge. I went to jail for the first time whenever I was 18. And um, it just led me down that path. And this last time that I went to jail, I was looking at doing six years in prison. But my attorney and the judges, they all agreed um, on Freedom House for me. They decided that would be better for me. Um, And so since coming to Freedom House, um, I've given my life to Jesus. I've rededicated my life. Um, I have been uh, water baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. I found my identity in Christ. That way I'm not looking. I'm not trying to fill myself up with drugs or men or anything else. Um, and my life has just been completely changed and a complete turnaround since I came to Freedom House. Um, and the verse I stand on is Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. And this is the other side of my sign. Hello, this is my sign. Um, It obviously didn't start there, though. 
Um, my name is Bethany. I'm 30 years old, and I've been with Adult and Teen Challenge for a little bit over 10 months. Um, it really began, as far as I can remember, when I was about 15 years old. Um, I was prescribed to Adderall medication. Um, my parents thought that I had a learning disability, and um, I didn't really understand that. I didn't really know what was going on. Um, I didn't really care at the time, but all my other friends um, always wondered, you know, why I was in a special class or why are you taking this medication? And so I kind of just was in denial about what was going on. Um, and I started to just, you know, make up lies, um, not really respond and answer to them. Um, and that just kind of led me down a destructive path of, you know, not knowing who I am, not... Um, accepting who I was and I was embarrassed and I just felt different. I didn't know who I was and so that also led me down a path of using Adderall excessively heavily. Um, I started selling uh, my medication at 15 years old. Um, it just led me down a very destructive path of drug addiction after that, um, especially not knowing who I was. Um, and um, I started feeding my fleshly desires on a daily. I didn't know how to live a different life. You know, I was a, I became a very worldly person. Um, I was using pills. I was taking my mom's prescription medication after that because I liked the high. I liked the way it made me feel. Um, I became addicted to porn at a very young age as well because of those things that I was doing. Um, all my other friends did not grow up the way I did. I grew up in a very Christian um, home, very firm, very strict, and all my other friends were able to do what they wanted to do. And so I strayed from what was happening to my household and what was in my household to doing what they were doing. They were smoking, they were drinking, they were partying. And so I just started to do that, and I thought that was normal. And so it actually ended up leading to 15 years of drug addiction. Um, I started using fentanyl pretty heavy um, this last time before I got in here. And um, the thing was is that I didn't know how to live any different. I was raised in a Christian home, but I didn't have the connection with God. I didn't have a relationship with him to know how to fight my flesh versus my spirit. I was lost in the world, and I thought that um, I was doing what I was supposed to do. I mean, I knew right from wrong, but I didn't know why. There was a lack of knowledge that was there, and I think it's very important that we start to understand um, what it is that he has for us because I lacked so much knowledge and what it means to feed your fleshly desires versus feeding your spirit and living in the spirit. And so now that I've been at Freedom House, I have learned how to fight my flesh versus my spirit and how to walk in my spirit. And um, God has broken every chain of addiction off of me and um, helped me to break those generational curses that pass down to us from our family line and from wherever else they come from. He has um, given me that joy um, not just a content or circumstantial happiness, that real joy that I can walk in no matter what, and that peace under pressure and that comfort. Um, and he is restoring me and my family from the shame and the guilt that I have that I walked in for a long time and restoring my relationship with them and my son so I can be the mom that I know I can be and to shine the light to other people. So um, I'm very thankful and blessed. And my um, stand on verses, Psalms uh, 34, 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is he who takes refuge in him.
right, so my name is Brianna. I am 30 years old. I've been in the program for about 14 months now. Um, this is my sign. So what led up to this? Um, it began at a very young age. Um, my dad walked out on us when we, I was two. Um, my mom shortly remarried after that to a man that was just not a very good man. Um, I was abused in every way possible, mentally, emotionally, sexually, physically. Um, I watched my mom get beat almost every single night. It was just a really broken home um, with a lot of hurt and a lot of abuse. Um, another event that happened, I was 19 years old. Um, there was a boy that was 14. He got mad because I didn't want to date him. So he decided he would squirt me with some charcoal fluid and set me on fire. Um, I, re I survived that, obviously, um, but the doctor did come in my room and told me that I would never walk again, and my voice was never going to come back. Um, so there was just a lot of emotions tied to that that I didn't know how to handle or deal with, um, and I didn't understand. Um, and it only got worse after that. Um, so I had a two-year-old son. Um, some events happened, and... We ended up having to search for him at a river for three days and three nights. Um, and on that third day, we found him. They found him. And, um, you know, it was a, many parents' worst fear come true. Um, you know, they called us to the side. We had to go in the ambulance. Um, and we had to identify his body. Um, so shortly after that, you know, my baby daddy... Um, he didn't know how to handle it, and I didn't as well. Um, he ended up overdosing a few times. Um, I got lost in self-isolation and a meth addiction that lasted over a decade um, because I didn't know how to handle the truth of my life. Um, and at that point, I just I couldn't accept it. Um, just all the hurt and the pain, I just I didn't understand. Um, and all the lies from, from the enemy that he will get you with the doubt, the shame, the guilt, um, just all of it crept in slowly, um, and I allowed it to consume me at this point. Um, and I just didn't want to live anymore. Um, but I was too afraid, and I had that fear set in um, of taking my own life because I knew about heaven and I knew about hell. Um, so I thought I, w I could be smart about it, and I was just going to smoke my way to death um, and just neglect my, my health and just isolate until you know it took my life and then I could blame that you know what I mean um I got into the wrong crowd with the wrong people um and I ended up going to jail and I was facing some time in prison um and I I reached out in the jail cell to God um and I just I wanted help I I needed a way out I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired um and so when I went to court they gave me the number to Freedom House, um, and I was like, okay, you know, this, this is my shot. Well, long behold, I was under the impression of coming for six months and then going home. But um, as she said, it was the, a 14 or 12-plus program. Um, so God had other plans for me. Um, since I've been there, I have rededicated my life to him. Um, I have been saved. I've been water baptized. Um, he is helping me be set free from all the shame and the guilt and those tormenting voices and those images that have haunted me for over 20 years now. Um, 
He's taken those away little by little, and I am being set free with the help of the Holy Spirit. Um, he's working on getting those deep-rooted issues out. Um, it took me a little longer than most to really open up um, to him and let him do the job that he needs to do because I didn't want to move out of the way. Um, but now I am learning to get out of his way and what it means to truly put him first because he does have a plan and a purpose for all of us. And so now I went from this to this, and I choose life Christ. Here's my sign. Okay, so my name's Hannah. I'm 26 years old. I've been at Freedom House for 10 months now. So for me, in the beginning, it started when I was 9 years old. Um, when I was 9 years old, my real dad was, had a brain tumor. So I watched him slowly slip into a coma. And then I watched him die. I actually held his hand when he took his last breath. And during that time, I was also being severely bullied in school. So my mom had to pull me out of school and homeschool me during that time. And then the father figure that I did have in my life at that time, which was my stepdad, he was in the military, so he was deployed. And my mom was going through some things because of that, because he was gone for a long time. So she, you know, stayed in her room and stayed in bed or went out drinking with her friends, you know, while I was being supposed to be being homeschooled. So I didn't have that love from a father figure that I needed and I was also I didn't feel like I was good enough or pretty enough from being bullied by those girls in school that I found a girl that I thought was cool and her friends made me feel you know they made me feel like I was worth it I guess or I had I was craving for I was craving attention and come to find out they were using meth so they, you know, I tried meth for the first time for the first time then and went into addiction. I was looking to be filled somewhere by something or someone, and I found it the most in that lifestyle. Not knowing that that lifestyle would end me or send me to jail uh, 12 times. I've been to prison two times, and I've also been in and out of mental institutions like five or six times. And I was ended up, you know, heavily medicated. They diagnosed me paranoid schizophrenic, uh, bipolar depression, anxiety, PTSD, you know, night terrors, and I just lost my mind, and I didn't know who I was, you know. So I finally came to Freedom House, and I didn't believe in God at all. I grew up going to Catholic church, but I didn't know God. I didn't have a relationship with him. I didn't know he was the one that I needed to help me. I didn't understand any of that until I came to this program and I got stripped from all my distractions. You know, men, cell phone, drugs, you know, all those small things are really the big things because they just distract, distract us from a relationship with him. And I feel like that's the enemy, you know, really coming to kill, steal, and destroy because he doesn't want us to have that relationship with him. So being at Freedom House, I've had restoration um, I have a sound mind. I have peace and joy. I have true happiness that I didn't know existed. You know, it's a whole new life that I did not know existed. My mom just rededicated her life to Christ, so she is also getting healing from this. And I'm just truly happy. And I don't think I have a case pending, but I don't think I'll have to go back to prison anymore because God knows that I'm changing. 
And my stand on verse is Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. And this is my sign. My name is Paige. I'm 31 years old. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so when it all began for me, I was around five or six years old. It was around the Super Bowl time. I would guess I was a sneaky kid and would sneak beer out of the, the refrigerator, and I came out of the closet, and our furnace was on the ground then, and I passed out on the furnace, so I was drunk, and the adults thought it was funny. Um and then a little further down the line, um, in like 2012, um, my cousin had cystic fibrosis. He uh, had a double lung transplant. Um, God gave him the opportunity to be with us for five more years. So in 2016, In 2016, his lungs rejected. And so I have a lot of pain from um, grief. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I played softball before that, and it was actually a tournament here in Tulsa that we played. Um, there's an all-night, it's called the Night Owl here in Tulsa, I think either at Savage or Arrowhead. Um, one of my friends, I was pretty good, and... Um, I told him I was tired, and the tournament is all night. Like, I think it starts at 8 p.m. to, like, the next day. And they gave me Adderall, and I loved it. And then so that's whenever I realized I haven't been sober in a long time. My friend would give me Adderall. And then that's when the addiction, when my I lost my cousin, um, yeah, I just wanted to numb the pain with Adderall and uh, Xanax. Um And then, um, okay, that went on for, like, years, years, forever, it felt like. Um, Since coming to Freedom House, I've been here for um, three months. Um, I've given my life to Christ. I've forgiven myself, and my stand-on verse is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. do this why do we share we share because you don't have to go there for one thing but we're overcomers the word of God says we're overcomers by the blood of the lamb that means by the works that he did on the cross we're overcomers by the blood of the lamb by the words of our testimony and because we don't love our lives unto death And so that means we get an opportunity to turn and walk different ways. I have a couple of other ladies that are with me that are going to come and share their testimonies as well. And because we're we're not just a 12-plus month program for women with life-controlling issues that take pregnant ladies and, and moms with kids 
to be able to work in the program. But when they complete the program, there is a an additional opportunity to be able to stay and work longer on yourself, your root issues. One of the things Brianna, uh, Brianna had a, a mess up in her program. Um, and so she got to start her program over. So when she says she's been there 14 months, she's basically just been there like two months from the beginning of, of starting her program over. We have something called restoration at our center. Some programs out there, there are over 200 teen challenge programs across the USA and, and more than 1,400 in, in many other countries. But a lot of them don't have um, the same things. We, it's, it's based, we all Christian faith-based by all means, but have different opportunities for different programs. One of the things that we have at our program with the, the restoration is it's, it's based upon what that student needs. Some have a set time for it. We don't. When they come back to do restoration, I'm like, I don't care if it takes you three months or three years. Let's get to the root of it. Let's let the Lord get to the root of it in you. You may go, well, why does it take so long? Because I can tell you I have seen people come to the altar and get set free and delivered right away. I've seen that and I've witnessed that many times. God does work suddenly. It just takes a while to get through some of our thick skulls. And then he does the work. And so um, come on up. I'm going to have Lana come up first. Because Lana just recently completed her program. And she's just going to give you just a short testimony. So my name is Lana. I've, um, I'm 32 years old. I've been in the program for 16 months now, um, 15 months as a student, and I just started my first month as an intern. Um, a little backstory is from being a wee little girl, I had things spoken over me, and those um, became my identity. I became too much. I became um, my mental health, which was... Um, schizophrenia, it's paranoid schizophrenia, um, bipolar, and just different things. And at um, 16, I went into the mental hospital for the first time, and um, it took who I was. I no longer had an identity. Everything that I learned growing up in church was no longer who I was. I was what the doctors were saying I was. And... um, Fifteen months ago, I walked through the doors, and I was taking um, so many medications, and it took pulling teeth to get me here. Um, I didn't think I could do it without the medication, but little did I know who God was, and that I serve a God that delivers. And um, throughout the program, I do not no longer take medication. Um, I don't look at my my God as a judging God who is ready to judge me, but a loving God, and I now have an intimate relationship with him. And I also get to see ladies come in the program, and it just the light turning on in seeing who they are and who God created them to be. So that is in my stand-on verses, Exodus 14, 14, um, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. 
Hi, my name is Michelle, and um, I completed Freedom House in June and stayed on for the internship. And um, it's really hard going at the end after you watch these ladies because I've watched every single one of them go through this program. And um, my, my issues didn't start when I was a child. I didn't have things pushed upon me. And I cannot imagine overcoming the things they've overcome. And they just blow my mind. Um, but Miss um, Love talked about the program taking a long time sometimes. And when I came through the door, I thought my problem was alcohol because that was what I was dealing with at the moment. And then, you know, you go through the program and you realize, okay, alcohol was a symptom of something deeper. And so then I thought it was unforgiveness, and and I did have a lot of areas of unforgiveness. Um, And so then I thought it was my failed marriage, and, um, you know, I never saw it coming that I would um, have an affair. And so shame and guilt, and I thought that was it. And then, and then you work your way through this program, and, and you deal with those issues, and the Lord digs them out until you find the root issue. And mine came back to pride. Um, I'm a pastor's daughter. I knew God. I knew all about God. I knew the kind of relationship that someone could have with God. But for whatever reason, I didn't think I needed it. I didn't need God as badly as everybody else did because I was okay. I was fine. And so... Now I'm wondering in the next chapter what the next issue is that he's going to be like, face this, but right now it's pride, and, and it'll it'll sink you. Um, and so this program does work if you just strip yourself bare and say, okay, God, I what I think I know is not the truth about my life, so please reveal to me the truth about my life. And and he does. And, and um, anyway, the verse that I stand on um, today is Isaiah 55, 10, and 11. The Lord says, My word will not return void. Whatever I send it out to do, it will accomplish. You will go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth in song before you, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. I want to share with you just something else that's been taking place and we're actually building a building Uh, we're building freedom worship and event center god gave me a dream it's been now about nine years ago the first one he gave me three dreams anybody in here dream you ever have dreams okay well i don't a lot i don't have dreams a lot but god gave me three dreams about this particular center and basically the first one it said you know was was ladies were playing we we have a small chapel area but we need a bigger chapel and so when i saw this this particular building in my dream i didn't know what to do with it didn't do anything about it the first time ladies were playing games in there families were there um many different things And the second dream that I had was a couple of years after that. And you might be going, well, why are you telling us about a dream? Well, I'm going to get to it because it's important. Uh, When God says do something, you do it. The second dream was many different things, the same things. It was like a reel that was playing in there, and I could see these these ladies doing all kinds of different things. The second dream, one of our graduates was getting married. Um, 
we had like church service going on, and, and then there were games that were being played and many, many other things. And so fast forwarding from that, the third dream that I had is to me the most significant because in the third dream that I had, I saw people coming, and it was like beam, almost like beams of light that were coming up out of this building. And I saw people coming, and as they came into this worship event center, they were falling on their faces before God. Worship was being played, and they were falling on their, their faces. And the Lord very clearly spoke to me and said, If you will build it, they will come. And I know that's a movie and all that kind of stuff, you know. I know it goes back to that, but that wasn't what God, that the movie wasn't what God was doing. It was what God was doing in me with this. And I'm like, I don't know what to do about this. So I, uh, a lot of circumstances surrounding many different things of that. But not long after that, my my boss, the, um, the uh, main boss of Adult and Teen Challenge of Oklahoma, came to do a little chapel for us and it was pouring rain and we have a our small chapel right now is a metal building and you don't hear well in there and blah 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 anyway we couldn't go in there so we were all packed we had 45 of us because this isn't all in the program we have 35 about 35 women that are there Um, we were all jam-packed into this room doing it and when it got finished Wayne told me he said you know, we were standing in a foyer area out by my office, and he said, we got to do something about chapel. And I said, well, Wayne, let me tell you about the dream that I've had. So it was, a, it was three dreams over a period of about seven years. And um, he was burned out from doing any kind of things like that, had made it very clear that you're, there's going to be no more building going on, all of that kind of stuff. But I told him just briefly about the dream. And he looked at me and he said, Kathy, let's do it. And I about fell through the floor. And he said, condition upon, you have to do it debt free. And I'm like, okay, that's no big deal because God says do something, you're going to do it, and it'll get taken care of. Well, that's now been about uh, two years ago or so when we began the process of that and we have the dirt work that has started and the reason I'm sharing this with you I'm not taking up a special offering for this building so you can relax take a big deep breath okay I'm not going to pass the bucket if the Lord lays it on your heart by all means we'll definitely receive whatever he give he tells you to give but this I want you, I want you to hear what he did because it's a floodplain where we're building this building It takes a lot of extra work. Now, I'm an old lady who had no desire to do anything like that, don't know anything mechanically. So doing a building is like putting blind faith out there and going, okay, God, you got to do it. And, of course, he puts the right people there and and many things. But the dirt work alone is $100,000 for this particular building to be where the Lord wanted it to be put, which separates us from a casino from the ladies looking out the window when they get kind of um, none of these would ever or have ever done it but they decide you know they're struggling and it's like you need to leave this place the lights of the casino are flashing so this building will stop that from happening for one thing but what ended up happening for it I'm like okay Lord that's a lot of money 
you know, a hundred grand is, I don't have a hundred grand laying around and uh, we're a ministry. So everything is definitely, we believe God and it takes about $2,000 every single month to house each and every lady in that program. And we do not turn anybody away for lack of funds. So you start doing the math really quick. It's a lot of money. Okay. And we do fundraising and different things like that. We have our thrift store still in Muskogee, which is phenomenal. You need to go visit it if you haven't been there and and, and buy because all the funds come back into our program. But anyway, fast forwarding to what took place with this, we had done a banquet and we do it spring tea. We do those two main fundraisers each year. We share with church groups. We do a few storefront fundraisers. We do just whatever the Lord directs us to do and whatever opportunities we can. We are cleaning still the city hall. I believe I shared with you last year that we got the keys to the city, basically. We clean the mayor's office even. We clean a bank, which we have felons because we have several court-ordered ladies, some that are not court-ordered, but uh, some that are stipulated by the courts and some that just come in to us because they're sick and tired of being sick and tired and addicted or their families quit enabling them and encourage them to get the help that they need. And that's another whole thing that could take all day long to talk about. But anyway, let me fast forward to what's going on. God spoke to my heart about these things. And I'm like, okay, Lord, you show us how to do it. And what happened for our dirt work was I was headed to a church that was across the state over in Fairview, Oklahoma, maybe had just a few maybe more than what we have here that day. And as we were traveling more than three hours that particular day, I sensed the Lord speak to my heart and tell me. Now, it's Sunday, and it's like this next Saturday was our spring fundraiser we were doing. Kathy, will you dare to believe me? for the additional $50,000 you need for that dirt work next Saturday. Well, our tees don't raise $50,000 typically. I can tell you that. But, I, you know, when you sense the Lord speaking, there's a difference. It's not, you know, sometimes you go, Lord, was that you kind of thing? This wasn't that. This was one of those things. If you'll dare to believe me, will you dare to believe me? And I'm like, yes, Lord, I will. So I shared with the congregation just exactly that. And I said, I'm not receiving a special offering for this thing. I'm just going to ask you how many of you are intercessory prayer people. And several people raised their hands. And I said, would you believe with me this week? Would you pray this week regarding our our tea next week? Because the Lord said, will you dare to believe me? And I'm just going to speak it out. We're going to be raising $50,000 in this spring tea next week. And so I went back. I was speaking to our ladies, speaking to my staff and different things like that. Walked into the tea that day. Can I take your hand? And a lady walks up to me, and she takes both of my hands. And she looks at me, and she says, Kathy Love, she said, the Lord said for us to match today anything above 20, up to $25,000. Yeah, wow. To God be the glory. That's exactly what happened. And guess what? And you don't tell anybody that who it is. Want to remain anonymous. Yes, ma'am. So I was able to stand up and, and share. 
And at the end of that particular graduation, we do a graduation with our two main fundraisers. We got finished with that. A pastor came up that was there watching just one of his people from his church graduate. And he said, anything up to $25,000 that you did not raise today, our church will make up the difference. Praise God. So dirt work's begun. God will do it. And I don't, I don't know why I felt so strongly the need to share that with you today. But let God arise. Let God arise. Our faith. Put it out there. Dare to believe. What are you believing for? Maybe it's not monetary. doesn't need to be monetary. What are you believing for? Do you have a child that you're believing to be set free from drugs and or alcohol addiction? Do you have a problem? Because he will deliver and set you free. That's what he wants to do, no matter what might be there for you. And I just wanted to encourage you today. And I, again, I'm, I'm, I pray you've received whatever it is that you came and you needed to receive today from the Lord. But I also pray that you'll be challenged to go just a little bit deeper, a little bit more. You know, that song, I speak the name of Jesus, that just makes me want to fall on my face before God almost every single time I hear that song. Because if we really recognize who Jesus is, how he wants to, he is our deliverer. And it's all been done for us. We just have to walk into it. You know, for me, I could keep talking all day long because I can tell you miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. I know who he is. There is nobody who could convince me that it isn't real. And if you haven't experienced the realness of him, I'd love to pray with you today. If you need to accept Jesus really as your Lord and your Savior today, I'd love to pray with you today. Be bold because it isn't going to get easier. It's going to get rougher. Be bold because you need him. Be bold because you're tired of playing games. Be bold because you need to know who he is. You know, for many years, I hoped it was real. I grew up in a lot of abuse, a lot of domestic violence. By the way, the newest statistic I just heard is the Oklahoma's number one now for domestic violence. I mean, we have so many other things that I could give you all those stats, but I'm going to tell you right now, he's number one for setting free of all of those things. His word says, if my people who call by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then, what does he say? Then he'll hear us from heaven. Then he'll heal our land. Lord, I just want to thank you. I thank you for everyone here today and I pray Lord that you do a stirring as only the the power of the Holy Spirit can do within us that each of us no matter who we are where we've been where we're going where we thought we were going Lord that a desire will be birthed within us different than we've had before to want to study your word to show ourselves approved unto you to want to draw closer so that we can lead others to you, which is what we've all been called to do. 
And it's by our walk, Lord, not just our talk. And I thank you for that. Thank you, Lord, for allowing your presence to be in this place today. We give you praise in Jesus' name.